You know what I see popping up a lot over social media these days? The question of why we homeschool. Of course, I think it's valuable to look at why we homeschool because every time we do anything, it influences how we experience life. I routinely see that people answer that they want to raise lifelong learners, kids that love learning. I believe you don't need to instill a love of learning. I think you need to get out of the way of your kids so that they don't dislike learning. This is one of the things I'm going to discuss today when I talk about how to homeschool plan, what I want my kids to know. Because when we decide what we want our kids to know and come up with a plan to engage it, we begin to reimagine our homeschool lives. But before we discuss that, I want to welcome you to the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. If you don't know me, I'm Teresa Wiedrich, the homeschool life coach over at CapturingTheCharmedLife.com. I'm here to help you reimagine your homeschool life, whether you're just beginning your homeschool journey or you've been doing it for a couple decades. Whether you've already pre-planned your homeschool with the curriculum out of the box, or you pull resources off the shelves every morning before you begin, you are welcome here. Whether you've created a list of, I gotta teach my kids these life skills, or you've just never thought of it before, you're welcome here too. So let's reimagine our upcoming homeschool years. As you're likely in the midst of homeschool planning, and I'm not anymore, this being the first year I'm officially not going to homeschool, I know you're probably asking yourself, what do you want your kids to know? Should you be discussing the properties of water? Should you be memorizing the constellations in the Northern Hemisphere? Should you get your kids to review their multiplication math facts? Well, in this episode, I'm going to help expand your repertoire in what you might want your kids to know beyond knowledge bits. Not the lofty high-minded stuff I planned when I first began my homeschool years, like memorizing every constellation, attempting to familiarize myself with high school level calculus, or discovering where those SAT essay practice tests are even though my kids are in grade four and five. Now that my third daughter is entering her college years, my two oldest have already graduated, and my youngest is entering his first year of high school, I don't see homeschool planning the way I did. Today I'm going to discuss unconventional homeschool planning beyond the basics. I'm going to leave homeschool curriculum choices, discussions of day timers or online calendar choices, determining effective routines, deciding how to approach second languages, or building college-worthy portfolios, creating an art desk, or discussing high school transitions for another time. In fact, I will gladly discuss all those things in our monthly workshops in the Homeschool Mama support group, which you're invited to. There's a first-year Homeschool Mama group designed especially for the first year, and then there is the second to twelfth year Homeschool Mom support group. So check those out at patreon.com slash homeschoolmamasupportgroup. So let's talk about this unconventional planning. Some would say unconventional, and I think it is unconventional because it's not 
conventionally discussed in the education system, but I actually think these things are way more important as life skills. But I'm still not specifically speaking about life skills like how to set a table for Thanksgiving, or when should a child learn to build a fire, or how should we get skills to learn to invest, or should he learn to darn his socks? Not even those things. Here are the most important things I want my kids to know. That they can probably figure most things out for themselves. I'm not suggesting that they can't ask me or that I'm not available for the things that I obviously have skills in, not the things I don't. But I'll find somebody to help them if they don't know something and I don't know something. I want my kids to know that they can figure things out for themselves. That figuring out stuff can look messy sometimes, but sometimes I am in awe of how capable they are. I want my kids to learn that they can do stuff independent of me. I don't mean that they should always be doing stuff independent of me. I don't mean that they don't get eyeball to eyeball time with me. In other words, concentrated energy and presence. I don't mean that they should just take the math workbook and go and good luck with that. I mean that I believe they are capable to figure out a few things. Like I may have shown them how to clean the toilet and then they can do it independent of me. I mean that after I've explained six bajillion times how to interact in a conflict, they can practice using those conflict resolution skills by trying to put them into practice themselves. Wanting them to learn to do stuff independent of me means uh, usually that I'm stepping aside, letting them figure stuff out for themselves. Sometimes that figuring out stuff can look messy, but sometimes I'm in awe of how capable they are. It serves us to give our kids as much bandwidth to do stuff as they can. When they learn that they can do things independent of me, they become more confident in their own skills and abilities, and they also learn that they can always learn one thing more. The second thing that I want my kids to know is that how they engage with others matters. Kindness, respect, sharing, considering what other people need. But I often hear discussions about character curriculum like actually trying to find curriculum that teaches character traits. And you do you, girlfriend. I know we all have different reasons for doing what we do, but this one seems moot for me, like a curriculum piece that you never need to buy. Because we live with our kids, they have so many opportunities to learn about sharing and being considerate and all the things I spoke to earlier. They have so many opportunities and we'll notice them more. So character learning, character traits, they're always going to be a discussion point. And anyways, in my opinion, more is caught than taught. So the best goal that we can have is to live the thing in front of them. But if you don't do that flawlessly, don't worry, neither do I. Nobody does. Just acknowledge when you don't. Share why you think it's important that you acknowledge that you didn't or when you just really did something you wish you didn't do. Show them how to correct themselves how to be gracious and forgiving and respectful based on how you're engaging them. And girlfriend, I know how challenging this one is 
because I actually think we're all signing up for a growth journey in life. We have things to learn. And when we homeschool, we get a growth trajectory on amphetamines. We have so many more opportunities to learn about ourselves and what we need to learn when we homeschool. But we can do it. You can do it. I can do it. We can all learn to be kind, to share, to consider others, and be respectful. Another thing that I want my kids to know is that they can have unique educations based on who they are. A funny thing to me that when we bring our kids home, we tend to want to make a one-size-fits-all education because it's simpler for us, it's easier for us. And that totally makes sense to me. Of course we're doing that. It's a lot of work to individualize. It's less work when we let go of the schooled mindsets and begin that journey into leaning into child-led learning, leaning into de-schooling our unhelpful schooled mindsets. But when we're really looking at our individual kids in our home, we want to customize their education. They're not the same kids. They won't meet the same developmental milestones at the same time. Just chat with a mom who has a little bit older kids than you, and you'll learn, if you're wondering if this is true, that each of your kids are very different. They learn differently. Some of them have skills years before others, and some of those kids might not have the same level skills even when they've left your home. So how do you learn to customize their education? Five ways. Observe them or watch them. Follow their interests, follow their rhythms, like when they like to be outside, how they like to have fun, how they prefer to learn, what they like to do on their screen time. Learn how they learn. Consider reading the book Learning How to Learn by Barbara Oakley. We'll be including her book in the upcoming season of the Homeschool Mama Book Club. And also outsource some of the things that you don't understand or the things that you have no clue about that your children want to learn about include your community in your homeschool. So observe your kids, follow their interests, follow their rhythms, learn how they learn, and outsource. Then you've created a customized education because all your kids are different. Another thing that I want my kids to know is, well, life skills. I recently saw a post on a Facebook thread asking if there was a list of life skills that every child should learn. I don't think you need to fit official teaching life skills into your curriculum. I think we need to allow our kids to live their lives, do things, learn things. If they want to learn how to press flowers and make customized cards for the market, let them do that. Not only will they learn not wrecking books by sticking flowers in between book papers without wax paper, but they will also learn entrepreneurship, real life skills. And you can assume that they're probably not too young to do their taxes, even though hopefully no country is assuming a 12-year-old should pay taxes, but you can always grab an extra for your kiddo. And you don't need to assume that your kids are ever too young to cook Can they pull stems off cherries independently? Let them do it. Can they chop carrots for snack time? If they can do it safely, let them do it. Whatever they are capable to do, let them learn. 
just let them live their lives on purpose right now at the age that they're at and allow them to participate in the real life learning that happens when they work alongside you in your real life. Also, I'll add that you can always write down every single life skill that you have this week, and then you can determine, will you include your child in these activities? That could be your life skills list. Then add taxes. Another thing I want my kids to know is that they are lifelong learners, that they do love learning. They don't need you for that. They were born to learn. We were all born to learn. We just need people to stay out of our way when we decide that we want to learn something that isn't prescribed for us. Or we want to learn something that apparently is not something typical eight-year-olds do. Or we want to spend a whole lot more time learning something that you may not, as a parent, want to give them enough time to pursue. Help them be lifelong learners by getting out of their way. But what do I most want my kids to know? My goal is to mirror truth and grace toward them and to live my life on purpose, confidently and authentically, so they can too. Which means, A, I'm going to have to tell them the truth at times when the rest of the world might not be kindly assertive. That B, I'm going to give them grace, a.k.a. love them no matter what, even if. You fill in the blank. It doesn't matter. I love you. Even when how they engage or when they do something that seems unpleasant to me or they choose to live life in a way that wouldn't be on my terms, I love them then too. Because what do I want them to know at their core? To be independent in the world, capable of functioning independently in the world, and to coexist in the world, to find something they enjoy doing, to find something that brings them purpose, to find a way to make an income doing the things that find them purpose, to bring value to those they love and to their communities. These are the things that I want my kids to know beyond curriculum and learning outcomes. What do you want your kids to know? Grab your journal and write your list before you get started with your new homeschool year. You're welcome to join me to reimagine your homeschool in our Reimagine Your Homeschool group coaching program. Along with intentional planning designed for your specific kids, we'll create a plan for your frustrations, your stresses, and your overwhelm. I'll help you to clarify your answer to this question, what is an education for anyway, so that you aren't wasting time doing things that don't have value and meaning to you and what you believe for your homeschooled kids. We'll explore your unhelpful schooled mindsets. We'll create a self-care plan for you, and we'll help craft a homeschool goal for your upcoming year that is perfectly imperfect and help you accept that too. We're going to reimagine your homeschool to help you be empowered in your homeschool journey, to feel confident and clarify your intentions, hone your homeschool plans so you have confidence, clarity, and a plan for your real homeschool challenges. And so you can be certain that what you're doing is the right thing for your family. That is what I often hear, that we want to know for sure that what we're doing is the right thing for our family. 
you'll know the Reimagine Your Homeschool coaching program is for you if you're not sure you're doing this homeschool thing good enough. So far, you've been struggling alone or struggling too long. You're not looking forward to a new homeschool year. And this year, you'd like to feel a little more at ease in your homeschool. You've had too many pressure cooker days and you want to have a plan to deal with upcoming pressure cooker days because they're still coming, but you need to know how to deal with them. Maybe you've been trying really hard to make a specific method work in your homeschool, but it's not. Maybe you want to embrace more freedom, but you don't know how to do that. Maybe you're a new homeschooler and this entire homeschooling thing makes you feel like you're a fish out of water. This coaching program is for you too. Maybe you've been doing it for a while, but you want to know for sure that the way you're doing it can be done for the long term and you feel good about it too. And if you're not clear on how to deal with boredom in your home or how you can motivate your kids, we'll have that discussion too. And most definitely this group coaching program is for you if you're not feeling supported in a homeschool community, you don't have a homeschool mentor, and you know you'd be more confident if you had someone walking alongside you. But this group coaching is not for anyone that doesn't also want life coaching. Because unlike many coaching programs available, and there are many, and there are many wonderful ones, unlike many of the homeschool coaching programs available, this coaching program is designed for a specific person. You. All my coaching engagements, my intention is always to serve the person in front of me. Just as I learned to customize my four kids' home educations, I'm certainly going to customize your group coaching program to you. These groups will be small on purpose because I want to know that I can engage each of the people that are in these groups to truly serve them. That's always my goal is to truly serve the deepest concerns and challenges that you have in your homeschool. That's why I know that as a life coach, when I'm engaging what's really going on for you, that I'm able to help see and hear your real concerns, frankly, help you clarify what your concerns even are, then you're going to gain more from this coaching program because it's life coaching too. So if this sounds like something that you know you need, why don't you nurture the nurturer and join me in the Reimagine Your Homeschool Coaching Program. If this podcast is an encouragement for you, would you share it with someone you know that would benefit? And would you consider sharing a review on Spotify or Apple? And as one lovely mom shared with me this morning, she said, I came across your book, which is in my reading stack, and I need to find time to read that, and your blog and podcast this past year when I started to feel really overwhelmed. The truths and encouragement you bring are so enlightening and have helped me feel like I'm not alone. And it can be quite lonely when it seems there aren't those around who understand or can give advice to people when you navigate the changing seasons of homeschooling. I am so grateful to encourage and inspire you. It's a funny thing being a homeschool podcaster stuck in a tiny closet with all of my earthly clothing belongings. And I'm actually able to connect with you across the interweb. I am delighted and honored to walk alongside you and be an encouragement to you. And until next week, I want for you and your homeschool kids to turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. You got this, girlfriend.